0: Hey, mamas, before we get into this episode, we just want to say that we're thinking of you. We're here with you. We hope everybody's taking care of themselves, doing what's right and isolating and self-quarantining, being with your family. We know it's stressful. Jen and I are feeling you and feeling it. But there are also moments to realize that this is a really special time that our kids are viewing very differently. So head over to the Mama Said Instagram or to Jen and I. We're trying to share all the trials and tribulations of this time. And again, we hope you are all staying safe and well. We love you. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show.
1: Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins oh. and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. Oh. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: So I flew solo on today's show with the wonderful Candice Birch talking all about hormones, how they affect us, and my own personal story and kind of journey with all of that. But let's first talk about Laurel Springs. Man, could this not be more relevant? I mean, as parents, we want to encourage our children to pursue their dreams and provide opportunities to give them the best chance to succeed, But sometimes that means optimizing their routine, making it more flexible, more dynamic, so they have more time to focus on the things that they love. And that's why there is Laurel Springs. Laurel Springs is an accredited online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. Oh, Laurel Springs recognizes that each child is a unique individual with their own personal interests. And I'm sure as you're homeschooling right now, you are learning that. They all have special talents, unique learning style, and their flexible learning program offers challenging and diverse elective courses. Laurel Springs is accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and Advance, which means their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. So register your child at laurelsprings.com slash mama today and receive a waived registration Fee. That's laurelsprings.com/slash mama for your waived registration fee. Laurelsprings.com/slash mama.
1: You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mama Said. I'm Jamie, and unfortunately, there's no Jenna here today. Mama down. Uh she tried to not catch the illnesses from her children. One had, they both had influenza A and then Milo had influenza B and then a cold and she got hit. Hit hard and she called me this morning, poor thing. Um but I am going to continue to do the show because our guest flew all the way here from Oregon with her daughters and so we cannot cancel, and we have to stay true and make sure that we have weekly shows for you. So I am going to share with you my win-fails. Mommy win!
1: <laughs> Mommy fail.
0: My win this week is that I got Jack off the bottle. I went to took him for his 2-year checkup at the pediatrician and he was telling me his teeth are definitely pushing forward a little bit and um, it's just time to get him off the bottle and I thought it was going to be really hard because he is such a creature of habit. Like when it's noon he'll ask to go to bed for a nap. When it's 6:30 he has to go in the bed like his body knows. And I just he does this thing when like you say no to him, he'll ask you like he's obsessed with my vacuum and so like when he says mommy's vacuum and I'll say no and he'll go no mommy's vacuum? And I'll say, no mommy's vacuum. And he's kind of cool with it, which is great. So we did that with the bottle. I was like, no more baba. And he's like, no more baba? I was like, no, we can drink it from this cup. And then he kind of like didn't care. And now we read books and he goes to bed. Transitions are always, I feel like we always stress so hard the transitions are going to be really, really difficult because I actually think they're, they're hard for us too. But it's just another lesson that kids are really resilient and they're creatures of habit and they'll take your lead. And it was like a rough day or two where he was kind of really confused and kept asking. And now it's like easy peasy. So win for me. And my fail this week is I am so forgetful. I feel like I'm, I hate the word balance, but I'm like, juggling all of these things and I'm bouncing back and forth between them, which is great, feel super productive. However, I have forgotten to call so many people back, text people back, email people back. And while you should like think, hey, that's no big deal. Like For me, that means a lot because I get stressed and upset if people don't write me back or call me back. So um, apologies to everyone that has not heard from me or feels like I've been ghosting them. I haven't. I just. Have had mom brain and forgot. So, with that, we will be right back with hormone health educator Candace Birch. We will have you covered with all your questions, questions, questions about hormone imbalance, especially mine, or should I should say, including mine, because I um, I am in a bit of a pickle and I can't wait to talk to her about it. So we will be right back with Candace Birch. During this home quarantine, Crayola Color Wonder has been a lifesaver for me, especially with my toddler. If you don't know about them, it is a line of magical, mess-free markers, stamps, paper, and paint designed for kids ages 3 and over. Crayola Color Wonder Color only appears on their special Color Wonder paper. It doesn't go on skin, clothes, furniture, or carpet. As I'm desperately trying to keep things clean with everybody home all day, it has been incredible. I mean, kids are messy. Jack is probably the messiest child ever, and they love all the assortment of characters. They have Disney, Nickelodeon, Baby Shark, Peppa Pig, Toy Story 4. So get your free mess free color wonder gift with a purchase of $15 or more at Crayola.com with code mama said to learn more about mess free color wonder and claim your free gift visit Crayola.com forward slash mama said
1: you're listening to mama said with Jamie and Jenna
0: Okay, we are back, or I should say I'm back as Jenna's not here. Our guest today is Candace Birch. She is a hormone health educator, a founding member of Women in Balance, one of the first nonprofits in the U.S. to advocate for women's hormone health, has lobbied on Capitol Hill for safe access to alternatives to homo- hormone replacement therapy. She's a public speaker, a private consultant. We need her here now. <laughs> Please welcome Candace Birch. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Jamie Lynn. i um, happy to be here. Good fun. We're yes. going to have a little edutainment. I can't wait. Okay.
0: Um, if you don't mind, would you begin by just um, explaining, because I read it in your bio, but I would love your own words of how you found yourself in this field, or like how you found yourself in more of like the hormone world.
2: Well, I am. I, I have a master's in health education, and that started because I was a skier back in my 20s and 30s. I did a lot of skiing, and I ruined my knees, and... Um, So I was trying to do... I lived in Aspen, so not to place drop, but that's a place where lots of people come through. And I was looking for natural solutions for this inflamed knee that I had to ski on. And I started doing um, fasting and detox stuff. And a lot of interesting people were coming through that did all kinds of alternative therapy back then. The word holistic was taking hold. Mm -hmm. So I... um, Started a, something called AHA, Aspen Holistic Health Association. I love that. And we had people coming through and giving lectures, and I went on a 17-day juice fast, and my, my knee got better. Wow. So I stopped doing all the anti-inflammatories and all of that and thought, hey, I'm doing okay. So I decided to extend my education and get a master's in health education, and that's when I left the fun playground life and went and got serious and became... Um, a health educator for years, lived in England, did a lot of um, worked in publishing, talking, you know, how do you maintain health? How do you stay healthy? How do you prevent disease? But when I went into menopause or perimenopause, I was about my late 40s, and I had two children, and they were six and nine because I started, I think I had Jess when I was 37 and Ryan when I was 41. Wow. So I was one of those moms, which is still pretty common. Yes, very. Older momhood. Yes. And when I hit, I think uh, I was, yeah, I was about 48, I started having hot flashes every 20 minutes and a mood swing in between. And the famous story is I just remember one day, you know, exploding again and another mood swing and looking at Ryan and she had tears in her eyes. Mm. She was just afraid of me. And is there anything more terrible for a mom than to think my kid is afraid of me and I just got to get a grip on this? So being into the world of natural approaches already, I knew, hey, I'm not doing HRT. I'm not doing synthetic hormones. I've got to find out what this is about. So I started reading and researching, which is what you do, and um, found Dr. John Lee, who had written a book called What You're... Doctor May Not Tell You About perimen- or Premenopause was the book, and I remember reading it and just bursting into tears. He's talking to me. It was all about, hey, there's such a thing as a hormone imbalance, and yeah. there are symptoms, and you may not be realizing that's what's going on with you. Right. So from there, I called and made some phone calls and and got into the world of working with these people.
0: Yeah, because I feel like so many women like me just assume, like, we're losing our minds, our patience, our bodies are just changing. We can't control things after the babies. Um, And so it's almost a relief to feel like this could be because of a hormone imbalance. Like, you feel less responsible. You feel, like... You feel like the load is taking off because maybe there's something I can do about this. Right.
2: Yeah, that's true. And I think most people who I speak with um, are really they're terrified that I'm gonna tell them there's nothing wrong. Right. <laughs> you know, with it because we we have this right. consulting uh, your hormone balance business. And a lot of people use we have a symptom checklist on our hormone on the on the home page of your hormone balance and people can go through all the symptoms and see, or you're highly likely to have an imbalance of this that, and they're so relieved. It's like I've got, there's a reason for the way I'm acting. Like and you're is, almost
0: happy checking all you're these happy. boxes off. Yeah, you're. So, what are the, what are some <clears throat> of those symptoms right now for our listeners? But I, I know that on your website, I the, the whole list was there.
2: Yeah, it's on a big the front list. page.
0: Yeah, but those
2: it, it's really that around. Oh, there's so many stages. I mean, when you're younger and you're in your 20s and 30s, and I talk to a lot of women who are. The the issue starts sometimes, I mean, often with having acne or heavy periods when Mm -hmm. you're younger um, or tender breasts or mood swings. And a lot of gals get put on birth control. That's always the default. And, you know, there's like over 50% of women on birth control, especially younger women, are not using it because they're sexually active. They're not using it for contraception. But what does it do? It shuts down ovulation, and ovulation is where most of our hormones uh, happen. That's where hormone production happens upon ovulation. So I've talked to women that are, you know, 35 now. They've met the partner of their dreams. They want to have a baby they can't get their period back because they've been on birth control ever since they were 15. I mean, that's not uncommon, right? And they were on it for things other than <laughs> what they needed for. But right. now they want to. Now they don't want to not have a baby, or they don't. They're not worried about their acne as much as they're worried about getting pregnant, and that becomes a huge issue. And they have now created an imbalance, or their ovaries are asleep. You know, you got to wake them up. Wow. We can talk about how to do that. In women that are now moving into, their, into the perimenopause years, which is kind of mid, late 30s to mid 40s, is when inevitably your hormones are going to start fluctuating. Right. You know, the, the ovaries start packing their bags about 10 years before menopause. <laughs> They're not going to be working for us forever. Right. But they produce estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. These are key master female hormones that we need. Um, and when they start to get wobbly... And production wanes, then, you know, we start to feel it in all kinds of ways. But a lot of women are still. What's going on with me? Suddenly I have, I have always had a flat belly. Now I have belly fat. Mm-hmm. Why am I such a bitch on wheels? You know, am I allowed to swear on this show? Are you, well, yes, I mean, yes, you can. <laughs> why am I being scaring my children? Why can't I sleep? Why do I have no libido? Because yes. I love my husband or my partner, but I just am not never in the mood. Or mm-hmm. why am I always so irritable and mean to the people I love most in all the world? And women are really, they go through hell during those years of hormonal Fluctuations yes. which are starting to happen, and that's what we call the roller coaster years. And then, of course, there's menopause where you know, all ovulation ceases, periods stop. And yet, hey, we've got another third of our lives to go. That's
0: right. It can feel like such a doomsday, like this is the end. And and it shouldn't, and it mustn't. It mustn't. But
2: the issue, I think, for older women like me that are postmenopausal is, you know, I've been asked by so many women, well, I am in menopause, am I supposed to, aren't I supposed to be? And, And isn't that, I guess I should just be feeling that way. And it's like, yeah, well, years ago, we lived to be 50. So it didn't matter. Now we're living to be 95. Right. And it, it's about health span. It's about how many years you feel healthy and well, not who cares how long you live. But if you want to live long and have the quality of life, then you're going to need to think about hormonal imbalances that occur at all of these stages I'm talking about and if replenishment is needed or support is needed lifestyle changes are needed you got to do it if you want to be you feel like you again yes and that's what so many people say I don't feel like me again and you were saying you were in a pickle and maybe you're feeling that way
0: I'm well I'm we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back I want to share with you what I've been going through my history and what I've been going through and maybe you can give me some advice and then after that maybe you can give our listeners some advice that they can you know take home with them and how to help you know, going through these processes that we all have to go through. And we'll
2: do our best. Yes, okay. We'll be right back.
0: Look, we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run and now more than ever. But if we try really hard, even eat kale salads and drink green smoothies and do everything we can, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. So enter RITUAL. I'm sure you've heard of them. They are the obsessively researched vitamin For women, I love taking it because, by the way, it tastes great, and knowing that I get All of my dailies from D3 to omega-3, they're essential for women, helps fill in the gaps in my diet. There's a no-nausea capsule, like I said, it's gentle on an empty stomach. There's also a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste from the omegas. And for obsessive label readers like Jenna, all of our rituals are vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are out there for the world to see. So again, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now on Ritual, they are offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. So fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com mama to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com
3: mama. American Academy of Pediatrics recommends baby sleep in your room for the first six months, but bed sharing is not recommended because it's not safe for baby introducing the Halo bassinest, the one and only bassinet from Halo, it makes safe close sleep easier. So you actually may know Halo as the creator of SleepSack, the original wearable blanket for baby. Both of my kids have worn it. My daughter Daisy still wears it. They've been around for over 25 years and are now known as the leading brand for safe sleep. So now the parent favorite Halo, Bassinest, has been updated and enhanced. It's available in four models, each with their own beautiful fabric and unique features. You can get it at Bye Bye Baby, Target, Amazon, and halosleep.com. It is really, really one of my favorite products for the baby. So for Mama Said List, Listeners, we have a very special offer. Go to halosleep.com and use offer code MAMA10 to save 10% on any purchase of $200 or greater.
1: This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
3: Okay, we're back. All right, so
1: I'm
0: going to unload on you. <laughs> so I got my period when I was 14 years old. Um, and immediately I was getting it every three weeks so heavy I could barely go to school. So they put me on birth control couple of months into my period. So at 14 years old, I started birth control. Um, I didn't have any skin problems, but a lot of weight fluctuation, which was like hard to deal with, which made me develop an eating disorder as a teenager. Um, Stayed on birth control from 14 until 30. Typical. Um, I also um, live with multiple sclerosis. So sometimes... not sometimes, all the time, I blame everything that I'm feeling on that. I would blame my depression. I would blame everything on multiple sclerosis, not realizing there's other functions in my body that could be off that have nothing to do with MS. Um, So when I was 30, I was going for a more holistic approach with healing with my MS. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing a doctor who advised me to go off birth control. Um, And then Two months after I went off birth control, whoopsies, I got pregnant, Hmm. which was a miracle. Amazing. I was not – I thought I was going to struggle because of all the chemotherapy I've done over the years and steroids and the birth control, but I got pregnant. Had a very wonderful pregnancy. Great. (laughs) Easy birth.
2: You are an exception, however. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very lucky, however, looking back, I realized that I definitely stuff suffered from postpartum depression. I just thought there was something wrong with me I wasn't a good mom i wasn't handling this as well as I should have, but my hormones were all over the place. I mean everything you know libido, loss every symptom that you listed and that you probably could list, I was suffering from. Mm. Um, I went back on birth control after I finished nursing because my doctors were worried about me, my hormones fluctuating and that affecting my MS because even though it might not necessarily be related, when things are off in my body, MS can flare up. So they wanted to keep me as regular as possible. So I went back on birth control. Everything seemed fine. Went off birth control to then try for my second four years later and got pregnant after a month. Hmm. So- I don't know whose fault it is, my <laughs> husband or I, but we've we're we're in sync, and we're very fortunate that that was not an issue for us. Six weeks after my son was born, I was nursing, and I got my period, like very early. Um, I had to. I nursed him for four months, and then after they stopped nursing, my period was <clears> getting <throat> further and further and further apart. So it would. Come every four weeks, and then the next month it would be like five weeks, six weeks, then it would be seven, eight weeks. Finally, it was getting like nine, ten, eleven weeks apart, and um, I was having night sweats. I was major mood swings. Libido was like the switch was turned off. I mean, I'd look at my husband and be like, I'm so attracted to you. <clears throat> I love you so much. But if you come near me and try and kiss me, it's like my skin is crawling. Yeah, And I that's... felt terrible about it. I felt terrible for him. I felt terrible for me. And so it's just like all of these feelings layering on top of what I'm physically feeling. And then so everyone immediately was like, we got to get you back on birth control. Because my mother went through menopause at the age of 40. And I remember it. I remember it being an absolute nightmare. I remember being scared of my mom. I remember just like not understanding these, it, like screaming and hysterics out of nowhere. Yeah. Like what just happened? Everything mm-hmm. was fine. Yeah. And being really worried about her, um, and she went on hormone replacement therapy because I, she didn't know any other way, and most people don't. Still. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I went on That's birth control too. and. I gave it the old college try for the last six months, and last month I went off because I was like, I don't like this. I, 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 I Are we talking about just last month? Yeah, just last month I stopped. <clears> I just <throat> didn't like how I was feeling. It didn't feel right in my body. So I call my OB. She's like, you know your body best. Stop it. So I did, and I was, you know, we've we're, we're been toying with this whole thing like I possibly could be perimenopausal at the moment. And... Um, two weeks ago, I was, I kept telling my husband, I feel like a live wire. I feel so raw. I don't know what's going on. All I wanted to eat was chocolate. I was crying. (laughs) I was so impatient with my children. Wasn't like, like to the point where one time I was like, I need to lock myself in the pantry and you need to go give them a bath. Like I was crying on the floor. And then the next morning I woke up and I got my period. And I was like, oh my God, I've never experienced PMS like that in my life. It was Uh, overwhelming and this is after
2: how long you hadn't had your period for
0: well I was on the pill so I I did this month get it like five weeks Mm -hmm. it was a five-week cycle um but I just I'm like sitting here now being like what do I do with myself (laughs) you know I'm off the pill but clearly I'm like this PMS is like where am I how do I understand what's happening with me and what can I do about it Without having to go back on the pill, well,
2: that's a very small question. It is? it is. It feels
0: so big.
2: But I, I, I know I'm, I'm joking. I, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking. I like your use of the word pickle. I'm thinking perimenopausal pickle.
0: Oh, that's you're a in tongue twister. The, you're in the
2: perimenopausal pickle. I am say that a few times in a row.
0: Does it sound to you like I'm? That's uh, where I'm at. Yeah, I'd say
2: mm-hmm. without asking you your age. I'm you thirty-eight. 30, okay, yeah right, right there in the perimenopause zone mm-hmm. when hormones do start to fluctuate, and depending of course upon. You know, the level of stress in your life, which is, sounds really boring, but stress is anything. You know, sure. it can be great success in your career. It can be going to 20 weddings in a row. It can be Christmas and birthdays and loving your children and trying to live up to being the best mom in the world. You stress know? is high. And, and all the inundation and all that we are meant to be doing these days, I don't think anybody knows how to relax anymore. No, It's just really tough, and that takes a toll on the adrenal glands, which have to moderate our, um, <clears throat> our stress response and uh, you know so that compounds the matter of fluctuating hormones which are inevitable that's going to happen you go through your 20s and your 30s, your reproductive years, you should be ovulating every cycle. You should be making a nice complement of estrogen the first half of the cycle to grow that egg in the ovary and to thicken the lining that we shed as a period. And then upon ovulation, we should make progesterone, which calms down the growth because you know people that have too much estrogen that is unchecked by its balancing partner progesterone have heavy, heavy, heavy periods. Mm -hmm. They may have fibroids and endometriosis and horrible tender breasts and weight gain. There's all kinds of symptoms and disorders related to estrogen dominance, which we can test for. So the thing is, what you're experiencing is as you, you know, you've had two successful pregnancies, Mm -hmm. which is great. I can't tell you how many women have, you know, the struggle to become pregnant. And I talked to so many women about how do you feed your fertility when you've been on birth control forever. And how do you wake those ovaries up and get back to a balanced place? Um, How do they do that? Um, <laughs> Acupuncture, well, you know, things like well, that? Well, that can help, sure. I mean, all those things, anything that kind of restores, normal, you know, normalizes blood sugar levels so that we're not in a state of constant, you know, up and down where the body's perceiving a stress reaction. You know, people that over overexertion with, when you have extreme exercise, extreme dieting, strict you know, restricting certain important foods that are actually the building blocks of hormones like protein and good fats. Hmm. A lot of gals will say to me, Well, I'm plant based, that's cool. But if you are not getting enough protein in your plant based diet, then you're not gonna be making enough hormone. Interesting. And I find it hard to make get enough fat in in the diet. You know, good fats, avocado, coconut oil, M C T, all that stuff people are thinking about now with keto, nuts and seeds and olives and avocados and got to eat that stuff yes. because that feeds your ovaries. They absolutely have to have it even to ovulate, even to conceive, even to take a pregnancy to term. You've got to have those foods. You've got to have B-complex. So there's a lot. The Bs, B6, B5 are essential. So there's a lot of that and that you still need in your perimenopause years. But you being in your late 30s and having you know, I mean, I'm thinking you when you were describing what you went through as a younger person. You were also on a very popular television show, mm-hmm. and you had, I mean, that kind of I can't even imagine so
0: much. My my 20s was uh, literally I mean, just you were, ten years. You of were stress. in
2: school, and you were had a full time job. Yes, as a very young person, that mm-hmm. was high intensity, high performance. So I would think. That would definitely be because for women you said how how do women become you've got to create a space to have a baby and you can't sure. have a space if women you know women in their thirties and forties are still at the top of their game they're still out there you know every day raising kids now you're in the thick of it you've got your career and you've got your kids and you've got your relationships, and you're trying to handle all this, and it's pretty tough when your hormones are going up and down. And a lot of that has to do with disruption of ovulation. So that's a big issue to talk about. It's very obvious if you're on birth control, yeah, there's going to be ovulation disruption and you're not going to be making the right complement of estrogen and progesterone. And I see in test results very low levels of those hormones in young women. I see symptoms in women in their 20s and 30s that I see in women in menopause. Because their hormones are so low, and mm-hmm. that makes the point you said, what do I do? Have you ever tested your hormone levels?
0: Well, I did but I was on the pill when I was testing it, so I feel like that it, it wasn't valuable right? well
2: we we test people that are on birth control because they want to know what what is it looking like I've been on birth birth control so long right. are my hormones really you know in in the uh, in the toilet because you know, they will be after many years. So there's, you can see what is going on when your hormones are under the influence. But I'm in the saliva testing camp because saliva testing looks at hormone levels that have left the bloodstream and are moving into the target tissues of the body where hormones do their thing. I always talk about hormones rule, you know, at any at every yes. age. They rule, they govern our emotional, physical, and mental lives. And we need them. And they are made from fats and proteins by the various organs and glands in the body. They're carried on the red blood cell, and there's tons of them. So when you have a blood test, the blood test will show, the typical test will say, hey, you got plenty of hormone in there. They're all traveling on these red blood cells. There's lots of it. But there's only a fraction, 2 to 4%, that leave the bloodstream. They become what we call unbound from their red blood cell, and they move into the target tissues of the body where they kind of the – tar- every cell – of the body, target tissue, have a receptor site. So think of like a helicopter landing pad Mm -hmm. or somewhere, or a door. The hormone is the key. It unlocks the door to the cell and goes in and flips all these master switches. Well, we want to know what are the active hormones that are doing that flipping so that that tells me, well, what have I got here that's working for me or not? And that's where we like saliva because when you measure in saliva, you're measuring that fraction that's out of the blood and is in the tissues and it's at work. So it gives you a much closer picture of what your levels are actually on the ground at work and how they correlate with your symptoms. So when I talk to people, I'm able to say, yeah, this level's pretty low. This level's out of range. This Your cortisol stress hormones are wonky. They're not following the normal pattern. And that's why you are waking up at night. And that's why you are are overeating? Because your body's sensing stress. You've got high night cortisol. You're not sleeping, and now you're hungry all the time. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Appetite hormones work on the sleep wake cycle. Um, your estrogen's low, so you're getting hot flashes and night sweats, and then it's high because it's going up and down. Right. And now you're feeling moody and PMSy, and you know. So one minute, my girls were reminding me when they were little i always had all the windows and doors open. So we lived in London and we lived in Oregon and it's cold there.
0: Yeah. And,
2: and Brian was just telling me <laughs> on the way in, I would say, I'm having a hot flash. So you guys just have to deal with it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Well, it's, yeah, it's an overwhelming thing. Yeah. Also too, to be honest, like on top of all of this, like I'm okay if I'm perimenopausal, I think like if I can get some tools and advice on how to handle it. Yeah. But I think the hardest part for me is like the idea that, the choice is being made for me that I might not be able to have another baby. I think that's the hardest part for me because, I mean, yes, I was very fortunate and lucky to have it be very easy with my first two. And I don't know if we want another one. I think our youngest is two and that's like still too young for us. Like we like to space them out a little bit. Um, But I just think (laughs) the idea that like, oh, I might not be able to have another baby or at least easy it's well, hard. you
2: know, I was talking about estrogen and progesterone. Progesterone is the pregnancy hormone, progestation. Mm. And it's only made upon ovulation. So, if you want to extend your reproductive years and for you listeners out there who still haven't had a baby and want to have that choice that you're you've got to you've got to take good care of your ovaries, you know, you've got to take good care of you. Your stress levels can't be too high because the body in its wisdom will Send out stress hormones and it will keep you from conceiving because, you know, if you're crossing the, if you're running from the Taliban or a burning body, the body doesn't know the difference between stressors. Right. Like I said, it can be the extreme stress of being a successful actor, mm-hmm. you know, it can, or it can be a divorce or death or an inflammatory diet. It, the body doesn't know the difference. It's just saying, hey, you know, let's hold back here. We're not going to conceive. We're going to store fat in the belly because she needs some extra fuel. And, you know, so you have to create the place where you're taking care of you, where your plant-based diet is not just carbs, because so many people admit to me that that is kind of the go-to sure. when they don't have time. You've got to get in the the right nutrients. Um, and you have to, you know, at your age, I'd say in your late 30s, it'd be interesting to test your hormone levels in saliva. I'd love to do that for I you. I would
0: love that. Thank you. And,
2: um, you will probably see a lower progesterone level because what you are describing to me are those, the wobblies that are coming on. And probably what is happening is that you're not ovulating every single cycle. You know, you can have a period and not have ovulated. So when you don't ovulate, you don't make this nice complement of balanced hormones. And you also... When you ovulate, you make uh, at least fifty percent of our testosterone is made by the ovaries, so that goes down too. That'll affect libido. Libido, it'll affect. I should go through that a bit. So estrogen, okay, yeah. estrogen is has a lot to do with serotonin, which is the feel good hormone. So that it it is necessary to build serotonin. I was just talking about that recently, and that serotonin breaks down to melatonin. So that's all about good mood, good sleep. Estrogen is that. Angel of growth, you know, it grow, grew our female organs. It made us who we are, gave us our breasts and our ovaries and our uterus and our curves and <clears throat> all those good things. But it also, if it gets out of hand, like I said, it can become, you know, lethal. It can become breast cancer down the road and everything in between. So, women, if you have sore breasts and you have heavy periods and you're gaining weight, you don't understand. Um, that's probably an estrogen dominant thing that we can identify through testing. If you're having hot flashes and night sweats and mood swings and PMS, that's your estrogen and progesterone fluctuating and progesterone probably not being made every cycle because you're not ovulating every right. cycle, because maybe you're restricting your diet or you're over. These are the reasons for disruption of ovulation. Birth control, too much exercise. You know, you've got to blend high intensity with low intensity. You mm-hmm. cannot be bashing your, your your body. I see these flatline cortisol stress levels where people have no cortisol, and that's your get-up-and-go hormone. Yeah. So you can't flog yourself and hope you're going to lose weight. You're going Your body's going to put on weight. That disrupts ovulation as well. Not eating regular meals. How many people who have high-powered jobs tell me, I haven't got time. I don't time even have time to, to make a smoothie. Right. Um, I was just talking to a, a, an author who said she she doesn't eat until 2 in the afternoon and then it's coffee and something sweet. What is your body surviving on? There are no nutrients here. Um, also, exposure to xenoestrogens. So it's those are the chemicals in the plastics that we microwave our food in, in the meat and the milk and the chicken that are shot up with hormones to make them grow fat faster. So we need to re- eat those Foods that say organic, grass-fed, no hormones Mm -hmm. in our cows. Our cows are happy cows. We don't give – it's so important, everything. It's not just – so a lot of people I talk to, yeah, they may need a little progesterone cream, and there's bioidentical progesterone cream that can calm – You put on just topically? You put it on topically. It's bioidentical in that it is made from plants. It is delivered in Goldilocks doses, i.e., I tested you, and I see that your levels are – indeed low and you have the symptoms and you have the imbalances and we pinpoint that and then we say, okay, so a little bit of the just right Goldilocks dose at bedtime to help you sleep is gonna is gonna even out the moods. I mean interestingly, PMS was defined by a doctor in England who used to have horrible migraines. And she realized when she was pregnant that she wasn't getting the horrible migraines and she wasn't having the up and down mood swings when she was pregnant. When you're pregnant, you and your baby are swimming in a sea of optimal hormone levels, mm-hmm. right? So she was the one that identified PMS, premenstrual syndrome, as a lack of progesterone and as, particularly progesterone, but an imbalance of estrogen and progesterone. So this applies to women who are younger, who have PMS. It applies to women in perimenopause who are having symptoms like you're describing, on the floor sobbing, crying at commercials, screaming at your kids, Mm -hmm. can't sleep. You just don't feel like you. And it applies to women in menopause who who are no longer making a, a proper complement of hormones and are now... Actually, what happens to a lot of us is that, so we're not making a good level of estrogen and progesterone, but somehow the testosterone hangs in there. And then we start getting chin hairs oh, and biting people's That's heads right. off because we we're crabby. <laughs> and, and, you know, we we become famous for being, telling people off and not caring and like Jane Fonda, getting arrested every five minutes. It's right. great. Right. They think
0: when you're older, want you it. no longer get, you give zero <laughs> but really it's just your menopause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but
2: I mean I do think in answer to your question this this is normal but it shouldn't be dreaded. Right. Because we know it's not about just taking things and it's not about it's not about any one thing. This is a holistic attention to you and women are notorious for taking care of everyone but ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we're in, how many, it's my generation that beat down the doors so that women could get into jobs and executive positions. And I mean, my God, we weren't even allowed to vote till the 20s. So we've been on an uphill, you know, we've been clawing our way into some respectability for our whole, for generations. But now
0: we're trying to fit in the self-care. And now we're fitting and that starts to
2: feel like a to-do also. It does. But, but you know, it's kind of – I just talked to a woman yesterday. It was a follow-up call. She tested. She's an author. She has deadlines. She told me her stress was out of hand. She couldn't deal with her anxiety. That's mm-hmm. huge. Free, everybody is anxious. Yes. And she, um, she said she couldn't deal with it, and she had horrible hot flashes. She wasn't sleeping. I talked to her yesterday. So she she's added in from – based on her test results – some some tender, loving care. She added in some stretching. But she can't meditate. It's hard for her, but she stretches. She does some walking now. She's using a little bit of progesterone at bedtime, sleeping better, no more sore boobs. And she said that she had a book that had to be released last week, and her kid broke his leg oh. in class, in, in School. fitness class, and he's just a kid, a little one. And so and she's a single mom and she said, but I didn't oh melt God. down. I didn't collapse. I was able to get through all of that. Just making these simple Simple changes. Ch- a little bit of bioidentical hormone at the right time of the month in the right amount, a little bit of B complex to support the adrenal glands, which by the way have to take over all hormone production as we mm-hmm. get older, and they're picking up the slack right now as you move into your forties. And a little bit of um you know making sure that she's eating the right foods and not skipping meals, and she's getting a good protein smoothie in and putting half a, an avocado in there and yes. you know that kind of thing it's yes. all of a using adaptogenic herbs that that strengthen and nurture the adrenals um, there's there's many good and natural things that you can do before anybody ever reaches for a prescription pad.
0: So there's hope, right? Do you're, oh, my God. There's so, so much. How can people find you, <clears throat> particularly, if they wanted to work with you it, through your website? Thanks to podcasts, mm. I have to
2: say. A lot of people have found us, and thank you for listening. I actually started in radio years ago. Oh, I've really? Always, I've always loved this way of talking. If anybody puts me in front of a video, I can't say I can't do anything. <laughs> but if I'm sitting in front right,
0: of a, you forget people are I listening. Can't.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's just word of mouth. And I think because I spent a long time working at a, a major hormone testing lab in Portland, Oregon, with some of I've worked with the gurus in the world of hormones and hormone balance. And I've come through that period where nobody knew about it. And then there was the Women's Health Initiative in 2003 that showed that women who were on synthetic hormone replacement therapy like Premarin, Prempro, mm-hmm. don't use that stuff, ladies. It should be banned. Interesting. Um, it was shown, and European studies had shown many years before that, but big pharma in this country didn't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. But but there was a study that came out, and there have been many since, showing it causes breast cancer. It causes blood clots. It causes strokes. And heart disease, and it doesn't protect us against heart disease. And all the while, there have been these bioidentical versions that women in Europe have been using. So I've been through this sea change where shock, horror, we can't use HRT, but, oh, there's a better alternative. And then the rise of functional medicine and doctors out there that are practicing this this approach that says what's the cause? Let's get to the root.
0: Yourhormonebalance.com is how people can work with you. Yes, my daughter always
2: has to remind me because I, I, Thank I, God I have some aversion Candace's to bragging. Beautiful daughters are in the
0: studio with us. It, no, but I was I, seeing you guys being like, I'm like Come on, mom. No, what what I was, I was. She had s- very important things to say. It's all good. We'll get. I to was it.
2: definitely going to brag on us because I, what I wanted to say was. If women have a doctor they're happy working with, an mm-hmm. OBGYN they love, then it's their job to say to that OBGYN, hey, you haven't tested my hormones. You haven't talked to me about natural hormone stuff.
0: But we a lot have of, to be our own advocates for that. Stuff. Yes,
2: because these doctors are working for us. But the most of the women I talk to have a doctor who has never mentioned it. The big question is, why didn't my doctor tell me this? Mm-hmm. And I, in my experience as an educator, and because I've seen so many hormone test results, I can really help people get balanced without – you don't absolutely have to see a doctor. Right. The first step is to get your hormones tested. Actually, the step before that is to start to become aware of the symptoms of hormone imbalance. And as I mentioned, we have a great symptom quiz on our website Mm -hmm. that um, helps you figure out, do I have what looks like a hormone imbalance? And then you can test to confirm. We have a home test kit we send to people. You test your saliva at a certain point. If you still have cycles during particular days of the month, day 19, 20, 21 of your cycle, you send the saliva tubes for collections in one day because we're measuring estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, Mm -hmm. most abundant hormone in the body, and the cortisol stress hormones, which are morning, noon, evening, bedtime curve we're measuring. So we can see is your cortisol high as it should be in the morning so you're getting out of bed in the morning with energy right. or is it flatlined in the morning and high at night and that's why you're not sleeping mm. and that's why you're putting on belly fat and you know and-
0: hormones rule our <clears throat> life is, i feel like they the do. moral of the story they yeah. rule they rule everything mhm and we need to be conscious of them and it sounds fairly simple once you figure it out to take care of them it it is
2: once people you know once people t- I think the first step is definitely the awareness that there is such a thing as a hormone imbalance. Then mm-hmm. knowing what the symptoms are that it's not normal to have constant heavy painful periods that keep you from work and from school. That it's not normal to have such tender breasts that you can't bear it or that be crying on the floor in the pantry because you can't take it anymore. Anything, yes. And somebody looked at you wrong and you have a meltdown. Or you're sick all the time and you can't get well. And or your belly fat just is immovable. Or everything you used to do to stay fit isn't working. working. You're doing all the same things and yet you're gaining weight and you're miserable and lethargic and in a bad mood. And again, like you were saying, love my husband, but don't come near me. Yes. Fear of hugging. You know, this. this isn't normal. This is hormone imbalance. So you know, the fact that that exists and that it can be reversed through natural means. I mean, some menopausal women who've had a hysterectomy, yeah, they may need a prescribed amount of hormone, but bioidentical hormones can also be prescribed. But at this stage, at your age and younger ages, talking to someone like me, getting your test, testing done, I I don't prescribe, I don't treat, but I explain What do these hormones do in your body? What does this mean? What do your test results mean? How does this relate to your symptoms? Does this resonate? Everyone's going, oh, my God, yes. Oh, God, you know, Mm -hmm. you're telling me the story of my life. Right. And also I'm listening to people. You're telling me, in your own words, how you feel, how you've been feeling, just like you just told me now today. Yeah. And then I'm able to use the test results as a tool I mean, I can sit here and give you my considered opinion right now, but without a test result in hand, of course, that's the tool that really confirms things. And then we can take steps. We have an action plan that lays it out. You know, here are the supplements that are very helpful for estrogen dominance or estrogen deficiency or low testosterone or high testosterone. Some gals have really high testosterone levels and bad skin Mm -hmm. and they're edgy and they have irregular periods and there's a big link to polycystic ovarian syndrome, not being able to get pregnant. That's huge. Postpartum depression. When you deliver, that baby was living in a sea of progesterone and out it goes when you deliver. So now you, mom, are rock bottom. You've got no hormones and you got to feed the baby. And you got to take
0: care of. I remember baby. being a new mom
2: at thirty-seven, and I, I felt like, when do I get to go to the bathroom? I mean, I still feel that way. In you my feel guilty, <laughs> yeah. Don't you know. Totally. I remember getting a sound machine to stop Jesse crying all the time. Yeah. Je- Jezebel, decibel. I got a white noise sound machine. Oh. And it put her right to sleep, but then I would feel so guilty. <laughs>
0: Why? Mine is, mine is, my son's is on full blast anytime he's sleeping. In I bed. like it, yeah. So it's all it, survival it, for that. And I, now I'd
2: say, recommend it. Go get a little rest yourself, mom. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so important.
0: Well, Candace, thank you so much for this conversation because I think, you know, I, there's a lot of women out there like me that are, Confused, and like I said, we can layer it on as feeling like it's just like our fault, or it's you know that we're not handling things well, and it almost just takes a one of the things off of our heavy load that we carry on our back of just feeling like there's something that we can do. Blame it this. on your hormones. Blame it on your hormones. I and, love it. That's going to be the title of this episode. Blame and, it on the hormones. And I would
2: love to offer your listeners also to use the code mama said I uh, for $100 off one of our kits.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank And the Thank jumpstart, you so much. We've got a
2: jumpstart kit, which is a big picture. We've got a weight management which tests a little bit extra vitamin D stuff and all the hormones. And you get to talk to Jessie, the nutritional health coach daughter. Isn't it ironic? They were so sick of mommy having meltdowns and talking hormones all the time. And now they're supporting me in in the biz. I
0: love it so much. Well, we're not going to let you go yet. And thank you for that gift for our mamas out there. What a beautiful thing. Um, We are going to make you share a shitty mommy story with us, if you don't mind. I think you've
3: been warned. Um, So we will be right back. Mamas, listen up because you're going to want to use this next product. Okay, so there's a brand called Elixinol, and their mission is very simple. It's to improve the quality of people's lives through the power of cannabinoids like CBD us mamas need our lives improved right now. Oh my goodness. Uh, How's everyone doing by the way? So anyway, they created Omega Turmeric. It's a powerful blend of full spectrum CBD and it's amazing. It's Omega Turmeric CBD capsules and they're vegan, non-GMO and fully traceable so you can feel good about what you are putting into your body. So they believe the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And while their ingredients are effective on their own, they know they work even better together. So because when simple ingredients are are thoughtfully formulated they can make something that is well kind of amazing so you guys mamas listen head over to elixinol.com that's e-l-i-x-i-n-o-l.com and use the code mama20 at checkout to receive 20% off elixinol omega turmeric cbd capsules bye guys feel better
1: and now back to mama said with jamie and jenna
3: Okay, we are back with some
0: Shitty Mommy. Candice, before I put you on the spot, I'm going to read (laughs) a listeners first. She says, it's from Katie.
1: Shitty Mommy!
0: My son's school has a late start every month, and this was our first one for the school year. Last year, his bus always ran at least 50 minutes later, dropping him off because they started an hour late. Well, I decided to go shopping with my baby because I had extra extra time or so I thought. The bus company called me asking if I was home at his normal drop-off time and I was still 20 plus minutes away. I told them there was a miscommunication with my husband. <laughs> always blame it on your husband, ladies, always, especially when it's with the school. Or maybe she could blame it on her hormones.
2: Oh, I blame it on the since hormones. She was there being you go. Forget- she
0: had a and baby. Yes. I remember
2: when I had um, my first child. My daughters, my friends gave me a uh, T-shirt that said, "Oh my God, I left my baby on the bus," because <laughs> they figured I would be very forgetful. And there were plenty of times when I was a shitty mommy and forgot. I don't know if I forgot to pick them up, but I was definitely late more than once. And I think Ryan was saying it. But I guess that I had more than one of these kinds of meltdowns. I uh, remember being in Portland, having dim sum at this restaurant. And I was all excited to, to turn the girls on to dim sum. And they were in their tweens. And somewhere during the meal, they were hating it, didn't, <laughs> didn't like it in the first place. right? And were, you know how tweens make those faces? Um, and they were I making think. the yeah I think you do, <laughs> and they one of them made a face you know just like really mom I, we didn't like it in the first place and I just absolutely lost it I just remember banging my my drink on the table and just getting up and storming out of the restaurant and walking down the street and my husband's running after me yelling so you want to fix women's hormones and look <gasps> at you. You're t- and then there was another time Ryan was I did the same sort of things at this time I banged my glass down on the table and it fell on the ground and broke into shattered pieces oh. and I marched off and then they had to spend the afternoon looking for me
0: <laughs> which is by the way I'm sitting I've here definitely laughing. Gone through that with my mom <laughs> yeah well thank God we can laugh about it now. yeah well
2: when I when I finally got a handle on things and got my hormones in balance I would say it was within the first week although it's different for every woman you get your back and forth, but man, you can feel better and be a different person. And, and you know, when you use some of these natural hormones and other things, you take a break. There's a hormone holiday. You don't use something all the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember the girl saying to me, Mom, are you still using your cream?
0: <laughs> 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 Please, it was kind of can obvious. we get you some cream? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Well, thank you so much for educating us. Thank you everyone. so much for having me. A pleasure meeting all of you. And we are going to leave you with a mama set. Remember, Mama Said, everything you were told as a child was a lie intended to get you to shut up. Don't we all know it? (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bigfoot. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.